Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good evening, and it's uh, it's really nice to report. <coughs> excuse me, to report some good news for a change, isn't it? It's great to hear that uh, the Edinburgh Monarchs. And by the way, do you think they realise that they're named after a type of butterfly? It's great to realise that they're well on the way to getting a new track. It's good news indeed, and only in Speedway. Serbian media. Well, good evening, gentlemen. Good how evening. We, how are we doing? Sorry about the All little uh, cough and splutter in the middle of that. Oh no worries. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just realised as I was writing it down, they're named after butterflies. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. you're just a mine of information here, aren't you? I don't think they'll be very happy about that. Not, no. not, not useful information, admittedly. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not useful. Um, talking about information, useful or otherwise, we should uh, send our best wishes to Dave Peat, um, yep. the team manager of Scunthorpe, on undergoing... Uh, surgery for cancer um hope it all goes well mate get well soon um we should also say get well soon to dan Bewley, the miracle man absolutely you've only just seen it haven't <laughs> i've you, just sir? seen it I'm, I'm, it's yeah. probably why you're still coughing i think isn't it, when you were <laughs> ah, could be. it was uh uh yeah that was a, that was a smash and a really half. horrible crash in the uh, rochelove chester cover match on on Friday, mm. um, just in the wrong place at the wrong time, really. And well, I've on seen a speedway bike, <laughs> well, on the track, on the track. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, but, no, uh, it wasn't nice. Uh, but apparently, you reckon he's just got bruises? That's what I've read. Bruises, okay. yeah, just you know. But uh, he didn't race in the um, European <laughs> Championship, of course, over the weekend. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I forgot that happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I. I Right, we'll have to have a look at that we'll in a bit. We'll have a look at that, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it's 14 years, can you believe, since Joe Thurley died. Now, those of you out there who, who are not of a, a, a Birmingham bent, does that mean I'm a bent brummy? Anyway, um, yeah, Joe Thurley was uh, probably our most successful um, promoter uh, of Birmingham uh, back in the 70s and 80s, uh, and he came back into Speedway when we opened it to, in 2007 um, as the uh, pit marshal uh, had a great time um, yeah and he died 14 years ago that's where I feel old now I felt old 14 years ago to be fair but <laughs> yeah um, okay so for those of you new uh, to our little uh, soiree uh, um, Swore Yeah, Swore. and uh, Chris has neg onto the dictionary to look that up. Uh, he thinks it's rude, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just having I thought problems. You got to serve the drinks or something. So. <laughs> yeah. Can people just tell me if they've got um, any sound? Thank you. Are we I'm having not, sound problems? I'm just not. No, I'm. It's you do realise, but I'm not getting it on my phone for some reason. Okay, because so. you do realise if they can't hear us, they won't have heard what you just said. No. <laughs> But if they can hear us, uh, they will have. Has anybody yeah. put any comments on the uh, on There's the loads of comments, yeah. Uh, yeah okay, yeah. so um, 
Yeah. Perfect, that's just, so, okay. Perfect. Okay. just my phone then. It's just your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so some of you are already out there um, putting your comments out, but uh, if you want to do that, uh, please do so, and we will endeavour to get through all of them uh, in the next hour. We don't always succeed, but we always try. Um, and how can they join in? Okay, so uh, keep a look on Facebook. Uh, search for the UK Speedway Tavern. We're also live uh, every Tuesday on YouTube. Uh, again, search for the UK Speedway Tavern. You'll find us there on YouTube. Uh, also from midday on Tuesday, you'll be able to find the edited podcast where we actually sound a lot better. We sound professional. Yeah. Uh, from midday it's, onwards. It's only 10 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I believe from this week you can find us on your Amazon Echo thingy bob as well. So oh, right. I'll, I'll check, that. I'll check that out. Myself. Um, yeah, I, I, now I've got a sort of um, a bit of a plea to you all out there. Um, poor Chris, he mm. needs your help. Okay. Uh, and it's not, he's, he's really upset about this. Um, right, okay. That nobody's phoning. Give them your number, mate. Okay, yes, if anybody wants to phone in, it's 0777 7082. Or you can just send us a message and we'll okay. get back to you. Um, and, and, you know, he ends every every show in tears that nobody's wrong. Oh, so. yeah. Um, yeah, really nice. yeah. I might go outside actually and find dinner with somebody else. <laughs> I might even do that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and on that note, have we got any comments out there? Um, uh, well, my phone's restarted, so I'll um, get them up on here. If you give me just a couple of minutes and I'll get okay, them. Okay, well, sh- um, shall we go over? <laughs> Let's have a little chat about it. This is probably going to be a short one, isn't it? Wolverhampton against mm, Ipswich. Yes, Ipswich <laughs> strike again. Mm-hmm. I have to say, fair play to them. It was a very, uh, very professional performance from the witches. They they never were behind in the meeting. Wolves got level with them a couple of times. Um, I mean, when you look at the, the the score chart, I mean, really, if you look, you know, Jason Dawes scored eleven, and Eric Riss really was the match winner, scoring sixteen and one from from reserve. But if you look at the rest of the team, I mean, Troy Baxter scored seven and a three. Didn't write particularly well. Won one heat. Um, Danny King scored seven and two from five. Didn't win a rat. Didn't win a race. Had a couple of paid wins, but certainly wasn't at his at his best. Um, but really, you look look at the uh, at the Wolves scorecard. I mean, eleven last places. T- sorry, ten last places on your home track. That really does you know is quite a, a damning stat. Mm-hmm. And just the three points from from reserve. Really, that was. Uh, Really, where the meeting was lost, to be honest. Uh, I mean, Ipswich obviously came to Montmagreen and won earlier in the season as well. Uh, and I sort of sensed that going into last night's meeting that they they would certainly fancy the chances of, of doing so again. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Masters rode pretty well, considering, of course, I mean, he was in a a, a, a smash over the weekend, and of course, rode one race for Edinburgh the night before mm-hmm. and had to withdraw. And when I saw him on the parade before the meeting, I mean, he could barely walk, so I was astonished that he rode, but. 12 and 2, just dropping a point from his five rides. It was a, a good performance from the Wolves, number one, but just not really the, really the backing there for him, unfortunately. And, and how was the track? The track report? Patchy. Patchy. I would say. Patchy. It was, it was very, very dry, um, especially on the third and fourth turn. Uh, um, I mean, to be, to be honest, the Wolves track has been different most weeks, mm, which is, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's helped, really. Um you know, you, the riders really can't sort of get the setups right when the track's completely different from from one week to the next. 
Um, it's it's becoming a bit of a problem. I think a lot of Wolves have done okay at home. They've you know they've had three home defeats already this season, which is unthinkable for Wolves. Mm, not something they're used to, is it? Mm. Um, can we just uh, go back down to the bottom? That because yeah, there's something that uh, uh, took my piqued my interest. Uh, we will get get all the other, it's further down it's further oh, right. down further down further down all done uh, keep going that's uh, as far as it goes ju- yeah just up a little bit and again okay I just this just took my because uh, obviously there's been a new signing um, Adam Roynan uh, has been replaced by Carl Bickley yep uh, and I just love this this is a Bickley much stronger than Roynan great singing oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't so there you go. <laughs> Well, that was the criteria for picking the riser, to be honest. But. Well, there you are. Right, we better start getting through some of these, haven't we? Because well, uh, it's, it's okay. So Elliot Hunt said he's disappointed with the Wolves' performance last night. Too many last places. Poor out the gate. Dougie and the reserves struggled to keep us in it for the win. I don't think I've never seen a Wolves team get as poorly as, as we did last night. Mm-hmm. Certainly at home, it was really, really poor. There was only one race really where we. In fairness, there was some good racing last night. I mean, the last the last eight really to stop Ipswich getting the full points was a, was a cracker. Mm. Um, yeah, Masters and, and and Luke Becker. Luke Becker, I would say, was the pick of the Wolves riders. I thought he was he was really rode well last night. It was definitely his best performance of the season. I mean, he started quite slowly, but. As the weeks have gone on, he's sort of found more of his sparkle. I think he's, mm. I think he's raised his game now that he's riding as a heat leader rather than riding in the, the uh, difficult number two positions yeah. we've called yeah. it so many times over the years. Ben Clifton says good evening, as does Duncan Pemberton. Craig Smee has made the, the um, note that uh, it's getting interesting in the Premiership. Nobody predicted the mauling that Bellevue dished out last night. Was the only one? Was I the only one that predicted an Ipswich away win? I think win? you were correct. In fact, yeah. I think you got the score right as well. So, well, okay, we'll we'll cool. yeah, we'll come to that soon. Edinburgh new track plus Steve Lawson has done the first speedway laps around the new Workington track at the old North Side track. So that's uh, news to me. But that's I like great, what I've yeah, I like what I've seen from from what Workington have got. Mm-hmm. Uh, set a bit uh, lovely setting as well. It's right on the coast. I mean, there's a there's an overhead. Photograph of the track, and you can see the yeah. the, the, uh, the Cumbrian coast in the background. It looks looks a really really nice setting, and uh, we certainly wish them well. Edinburgh new track, Workington new track, positivity in the speedway world at last, says Duncan Pemberton. Let's hope that we can keep the positivity going. Uh, Edinburgh Stadium looked great. Track doesn't seem very big. Would have been better if it was bigger, but we need more clubs with purpose-built facilities. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's. Absolutely key. It's why it was so sad to see Somerset go. Yeah, because they were doing great things at that track on a track that was that was theirs mm. as well. So. Yeah. Uh, Simon Corbett, my mate and second in the prediction league, Steve Morgan wants to know if you're an Edinburgh fan, you would be peeved with Masters pulling out at Scunthorpe, wet then riding for Wolves beating Doyle twice. <sighs> you might be a little bit, I think. I did, mm. did sort of cross my mind myself that what would the the Edinburgh fans probably wouldn't have been overly impressed with that. Um, and Ben, no, I haven't seen that. I mean, if you can give us a link, um, that would be great. Ben Clifton says, have you seen the crash at the bid gosh match. Uh, yeah, I have seen You that. have seen it, it, was, it where the rider's helmet got so. ripped off, having been hit on the track by another rider in a horror crash. Okay, uh, I haven't seen it. Um, I shall have a look for it, obviously. 
Workington track looks great, short straights, but wide bends should be a great circuit for racing. Yeah, I saw Steve Lawson doing a doing a practice lap round there. Mm-hmm. Certainly doesn't look like he's lost any of his uh, any of his style from when he was riding before. All right. Uh, yeah, um, sound is good. If you want to get carry on down a little bit. Good, good, good. Uh, good evening, good. Good evening, good all. <laughs> It says Jim Terrell, good evening, good all win for Riches last night over Wolves. Yes, can hear okay. Uh, apparently, I was slightly distorted at the start. Yeah, you <laughs> that were. Was a bit, my, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was my. Um, yeah, that was that was my throat more than anything. Uh, Witches were just better, says Jim Terrell. They were. They, were, they, they deserve to win the matchup. Uh, Jeff Daniels, having attended AC's Sheffield last Bellevue 1 to 7, were brilliant. Uh, some fans saying we only won by a big score was because Sheffield were poor. Laughable, we made them look poor, in my opinion. I know nothing is won in July, but to n- but to know we have that in their locker, and there is more, but I can't see it. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. No, hello. There we I'm go. I'm still trying to still trying to okay. do things. I'm right, I'm sorry. Well, can't sorry. get the help, can we? Uh, we made them up poor, and I don't think it's one in July, but to know we have that in our locker is great. Only an engine failure from Frick in Heat 15 went on a 5-1, stopped us getting 60 points. They're starting to look quite formidable, aren't they, now at the moment, Bellevue? Mm, they are. Uh, Bradley Gray, great singing. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure to who he's referring. That might have been the comment we yeah. saw earlier, I think. Uh, <laughs> Dan posted on Facebook today he has been released from hospital a picture of stood up with no crutches etc saying all is well good news for Dan Bewley uh, how he walked away from that it's mm, an absolute miracle oh, well he's young isn't he yeah that's yeah. the only thing I can think of some of the Sheffield fans uh, according to Craig Smee didn't take defeat too well last night blaming the track I go every week and although the track was very slick it created racing lines all over the track Racing was the best all season. The Aces boys didn't always have to gate, but with racing lines on the inside, outside and through the middle, it made for some ruthless and spectacular passing. Well, it's always easy to blame the track. Um, I've done it myself many a time. Yeah. So, you know. Yorkshire people don't like losing in Lancashire, though. I think uh, that's probably the well, one thing, isn't it? So. And vice versa, of course. <laughs> Uh, Duncan Pemberton says, "Let's just say when you go to Workington at yeah. any time of the season, wear a big yeah, it does coat. look like that. It does mm. look like it." Uh. Uh, Brian Buck, this, uh, I've seen this before. It was interesting. Interesting to see that the Ipswich team, which raced at Wolverhampton last night, yeah. featured six ex-Birmingham riders: Doyle, Barker, Stark, King, Riss, and Hume. So you got beaten by Birmingham on taking that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was waiting for someone to. Uh, Right, shall we have a look at the SEC then? We can indeed, yes. Uh, and keep your comments coming, uh, everybody, please. Yeah, we will catch yeah. up. Yep, Stacey Whitney over the weekend in Poland. Uh, win for Leon Madsen. Had a, a slow start to the meeting. Uh, only scored two, one point in his first two races then, but then reeled off four straight wins to win the meeting. Uh, winning the final against uh, Janusz Kolodzy, Patrick Dudek and... Uh, Michael Mickelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Ellis, not the best of nights for him, scoring just uh, two points from his uh, five rides, failed to finish his first one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, no uh, no Dan Beardy, of course, he was obviously uh, not able to ride in mm-hmm. that due to his uh, exploits uh, a few days earlier. Uh, second round, 
in Gusto in Germany on August the 6th. So it's tied to the top, of course, after the first round. And of course, I think, I'm, I'm sure I'm right in saying, of course, the winner of it goes straight into the Grand Prix as well. So there's a, I believe to, so, yeah. something to go for. Or the highest placed non GP rider, I think, goes in, of course, if, if somebody who's also in the GP wins it as well. So and you need to start quick. There's only four rounds. That's right, yeah. You need to be on it from the, from the start. So. Yeah, was was it a decent meeting? I didn't watch it unfortunately, so. But uh, I've um, it's a competition that I haven't really got into, to be honest. I mean, it's, it, you know, you look at the field. I mean, you've got you've got so say you've got Leon Madsen, mm-hmm. you've got Patrick Dudek, uh, Piotr Pavlitsky, Kasper Verena, Kai Hubenbeck. You've got some good riders in that. Adam Ellis, you've got some some pretty good riders in that field. So and and, and all of those riders, you know, the, well, the vast majority of those riders, I think, would. Uh, would certainly be uh, competitive in the GP. Not maybe not to the extent of winning the world championship, but they you know certainly wouldn't uh, wouldn't be phased by going mm-hmm. in the GPs. Okay, um, I'm not sure who that's making that comment. So oh, sorry, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Daniels. Uh, oh, Pete Clark says Ipswich also had rider replacement. I think there he's suggesting. Did, yeah. I think he's suggesting that that's a Birmingham rider as well, but <laughs> maybe. I was watching the Austro-Lesno on Sunday from Poland and there was a delay of around 30 minutes, wondering what was going on as all the commentary was in Polish. I later read that it was crowd trouble. The away fans were throwing cans and bottles at the home fans. Can we say a bit they more? Are, they are a yep. bit crazy, aren't they? Police had to use tear gas to stop it. Unbelievable at Speedway. I mean, it, we wouldn't it, want to see that. It matches the polite applause at British Speedway. Matches, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does really. It's a bit dull, doesn't it? But I mean, you, you look at old old videos of Polish Speedway. It's been going on for a hell of a long time, hasn't it? Crowd disturbances mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had we have, we've had we have had it in uh, yeah British yeah. Speedway before. I mean, you you'll have seen it with some of the Cradley Wolverhampton matches. Yeah, that was just uh, the know. women as well. Cradley, so. <laughs> yeah, well, Cradley, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, and you know, I've had some experience of um, interesting goings on. What, what, what's the worst? What's the worst you've seen? They got the coach, wasn't it? When, it was, when they were shaking it from side to side. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, that was that was one. But also when. Um, Oh, I can't remember the name, the guy's name now. So I think he was Australian, came on the track with a gun. Gary Middleton. Gary Middleton, <laughs> Gary Middleton, yeah, that was it, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was another one. Uh, Duncan Pemberton says, like you said, Master Bewley is young. Uh, remember he broke his leg badly at Workington a few years back, so happy to see that his leg coped with that horrific impact well. Uh, so, yeah, keep them coming, keep them coming. We should... Um, ask you guys to put if you've got any comments about any matches that you've been to this week home or away uh, particularly interested in in how the tracks are uh, coping with with all this dry weather um, given the things that happened at Birmingham last year and seem to be happening at Wolverhampton a little bit this year uh, be interesting to see how that's all going um, Birmingham versus uh, I forgot who Glasgow. we raced. Glasgow, thank you. I knew, I knew it was somewhere up north. Yeah. Um, oh, that, no, that's the next match. Who was we against last week, Birmingham? There was no match last Wednesday, was there? Because it would have been uh, Newcastle. That was it. We'll get oh, there God, I end. will get there in the end. Do you, do you know, I've had a... Yeah, so okay. professional. Oh, good job, I'm keeping uh, the show I'm going to get here. my coat in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> 
so, yeah, oh, well, Birmingham, Glasgow's going to be an interesting meeting tomorrow. Yeah, Birmingham obviously gone into it on the back of uh, a really impressive win against um, Red Car. Red Car. Yep. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tough match for the Brummies. I think there's no there's no uh, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glasgow, I think I mean Glasgow. I think uh, if they want to get into that top two, I think this is a match that they're certainly going to be targeting a, mm-hmm. a win from. They won, of course, at Peribar early on last year. Yes, um, and they've you know again strong side, been riding well recently. So they'll, they'll fancy their chances. But I think you know if Birmingham want to try and muscle their way in and. and have any chance at all of getting into that top six? Then this is this is going to be a a big win, as a big win if they can pull it off as well. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. a big match with both sides, but with for so many different reasons. It is, it is. Um, you've got to feel that Birmingham that break last week has probably come at the wrong time. Poss- yeah, possibly a little bit. Um, but you know, it is where it is. I think the key is going to be. Um, don't want to put too much pressure on the young lad, but James Pearson getting some points is going to be key. Mm. Well, he had, a, he had a good night against Strickard, didn't he? He did, he, paid, he did. Paid seven points. Paid seven was points. Best, best score of the season, I think. Certainly his best score for a, quite best, a number of weeks. Best score at home, I think. I think he did a seven-point away at win one meeting, but yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be key. I think also Shane's making a few gates is going to be key. Yeah, and by that I mean not being half a mile behind well, into the in, first in the first that. ten seconds of the race. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's and, and Louis. It, it, what's interesting is that we've ch- the lineup has changed now because we've got Josh Orty at number one, which obviously is going to be always yeah. going to be a guest. Josh Orty, but, that's hardly ridden this yeah. year. He's now number one. He's the now the number one. Yeah. Um, so. I'm, I mean, Klaus Wissing had a much better meeting against Redcar and maybe moving to the, I think, probably the number three position. Will help him. Uh, will yeah. help him a bit. Yeah. Um, I think I, it was a good team, before, such a good team performance against Redcar, wasn't it? Was, it All was, the way yeah. from 1-7, you know, it's not very often, certainly in Bergen's case, that, that the whole team clicks on one night and, and I think they put, really did. Putting so. Seji out, uh, putting Seji in at number five helped us in Heat 13. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's there is a of course a meeting going on tonight in the National League. Mm-hmm. And currently, it's Plymouth twenty-eight, Mildenhall forty-four after eight number twelve. So wow. Mildenhall on their way to another a, one. I've got a wrong. comfortable win <laughs> there, down there on the south coast. Um, yeah, uh, there was something about the pairs meeting. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, Elliot Hunt said looking forward to the next pairs meeting on Thursday at Kings Lynn I'm going to the meeting with Masters Morrison Flint Rising Star for the Wolves always close ones I haven't actually watched any of the pairs this I haven't year, watched any of them yet to be honest mm. I mean I'm have to check them out I mean obviously the, the Wolves round is coming up in a couple of weeks so that'll be, uh, that'll be probably the first one I'll see so Mm-hmm. Craig Smith says it happened at the NSS a few seasons ago. We're talking about similar things yeah. to mm-hmm. Poland uh, when the Wolves were at Bellevue in the playoffs. I'm sure you can remember that. I remember you coming back with some stories. <laughs> Bellevue fans threw some cans at Freddie Lindgren after he put an Aces rider in the fence. Can't remember who it was he put in the fence. Would you like to make any comments on that? I don't know whether it was his uh, old clash with Craig Cook. Possibly, right. I know. Um, I know the year after Rory Sloan had um, had stuff thrown at him because, uh, unfortunately, this, this uh, fortunately for the the, uh, the guy that threw it, Rory saw who it was who threw it. 
Right. Found, uh, <laughs> there was a great clip on, on YouTube of uh, of Rory looking up at the crowd going like that and saying, <laughs> pointing towards the car park, saying, right. you, car park, you know. So right. <laughs> I don't think anything happened. I should just put a disclaimer there, so... <laughs> Elliot says Birmingham versus Glasgow tomorrow with Lewis Kerr guesting at number one. Vissing drops to three and Sedgman now at five. Will be a close one. Yes, one, I think it will be close. Duncan Pemberton had to have a police escort out of Cradley in the 70s. Uh, we, Leicester, had the audacity to beat them. Well, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Though we were a bit vocal taking the Michael out of them. Of course, you've got to enjoy it, haven't you? So are the Tavern team going to Cardiff this year? Extra value this with the SGP2 on Sunday lunchtime included in the ticket price. So what is the SGP2? It's the under-21s. Oh, right, OK. World Championship. Mm-hmm. That's on the Sunday. Obviously, the main one is going to be on the Saturday. All being well, yep, I should be there, so I'm looking forward to it. Not, mm-hmm. of course, been able to go to Cardiff for the last couple of years due to COVID. But, uh, I'm possibly going. Yeah. Um, it's actually my, on my birthday. so be a nice birthday. I'm, yeah. Exactly. I'm possibly yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> you might be able to get in free at your age. Wow. Apparently, James Shane's been in the wars at Plymouth tonight. Um, indeed. We'll, we'll get, I'll get our man, that is um, Matt, onto it. Yeah, I've got a fellow excluded in his... Uh, Second ride, although he came back and won his third ride, so he's obviously carried on, carried on in the meeting. Yeah. Bit of a crazy decision by Eurosport last night. All Premier teams riding and no coverage at all. Bellevue Sheffield would have been an ideal big crowd. Nearly two thousand were there last night, but Eurosport will be at Bellevue Kingsland next week, when crowd will be down and Kingsland will struggle against us. I can hear the comments now. What a poor crowd who chooses these matches for TV again. Unbelievable! It does seem strange some of the choices. Yeah, it does a bit. Because um, I mean, it, it doesn't help. I think that they're not doing a meeting every single week. It's sort of every two or three mm, weeks. So there's no continuity. No, no, not at all. They could at least do a a magazine or something, couldn't they? Yeah. About it. Uh, just going back to our crowd disturbances. Peter Clark says, "Didn't Sam Amalenko have to leave Dudley Wood in the boot of a car once?" Uh, I think he had to do quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sam was never particularly popular with the, the crowd. I think the main reason Sam wasn't popular with the crowd fans was because every time he guessed it for them, he was rubbish. Okay. <laughs> so. uh, Elliot's doing both, staying over until Monday. Looking forward to two different meetings: Grand Prix and Under Twenty One Sunday lunchtime. Well, yeah. uh, Michael said, "Promised to buy me a birthday pint in the Prince oh, of Wales." Well, I've, I've, need to grab that. Yeah, yeah grab that. I've got to go, haven't I? Uh, apparently, um, Chris has just told me that that's been unheard of, Ben. Yeah, you apparently, did, yeah. You've never yeah, done it's, that. Uh, it's a rarity. Um, it's a rarity. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> and we're caught yeah. up. Yeah, oh, record time. Twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, thank you so much, guys. For Fantastic, brilliant. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I'm just taking it. Wow, it's half past already. Yeah. Shall we talk about the uh, the plans at Edinburgh? Yes, please. Yes, yeah. let's do that. It sounds really good. You've got the statement there. Yeah, West Lothian Community Stadium. Edinburgh Monarch Speedway is pleased to announce plans to construct a new stadium in the heart of West Lothian to open in the spring of 2023. And he's lost it. 
<laughs> he's lost it. Actually, he's yeah, lost, he's the, lost the stadium. It was oh, there a yeah. minute ago. <laughs> the West Lothian Community Stadium will host the Monarch Speedway team alongside a range of products and youth initiatives, creating new opportunities for the local community. An extensive search has identified the ideal location for the stadium, just a, a stone's throw away from the M8 Junction 3A in Dean's Industrial Estate, Livingston. Development Director Gordon Campbell said West Lothian Community Stadium is a massively exciting development for the Monarchs and for West Lothian. Through an extensive search we have identified the perfect location for the stadium where the Monarchs will thrive for years to come while also significantly increasing our ability to deliver benefits to the local community. Following detailed discussions with West Lothian Council, the site has been selected for its ease of access while being in a place that will cause no disturbance to local residents. Plans are in place to construct a 1,500 capacity stadium with uninterrupted viewing of the internationally certified 260 metre speedway track capable of hosting world events and a youth training track for the Monarch Speedway Academy. Facilities for the community's activities will be incorporated into multiple use of the stadium. Fantastic. Yeah, all sounds... I'm a bit... Yeah. It, it's, it's, fan, listen, it's fantastic what, what they've done. Um, I think 2023 might be a little bit optimistic because I don't think they've got they've got they've even got planning permission for the place yet. And as far as I'm aware, there are other people that are looking at that site for other things. Right. So, um. a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I think it's great they've done it. I've got a lot of respect for Edinburgh as a, as a as a club, I think you know, it's a bit of a cliche, but I think you know, to me they're a, a proper speedway club. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they do a lot of stuff in the community. Very, very friendly fans. Whenever the Edinburgh fans come to to Birmingham, you speak to them; they're always very, very friendly. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, good luck to them. Um, fingers crossed that it comes off. Of course, I suppose the spectre is there of of things like Reading and Swindon, who thought they were going to get tracks and. <coughs> Well, well we still hope Swindon do, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, Reading, obviously, we're, we're sort of assured oh, it's in the bag, and 14 years later, they still haven't come back. So, mm -hmm. hopefully, there'll be none of that. Um, it's it's going to be, I think, it's going to be a big ass to get it ready for 2023, for the spring of 2023. But um, clearly, they've they've put a lot of things in place to, uh, and they they obviously would have known about this quite some time ago mm. I think Armadale's been sort of earmarked for redevelopment for quite a number yes. of years yeah it has yeah so. well I mean you know I mean there are some things within that statement that make you go hmm okay just hold on a minute um, but you know 
but mainly positive and you know, fingers crossed for them is, is it's, it's it's a lot closer to edinburgh i think than um than armadale is i mean armadale's about 26 27 miles away it, from edinburgh right. so it's quite some quite some way out so but uh fingers crossed that uh, the monarchs have been saved yes because we like our butterflies. <laughs> uh, James Mill, Jamie Mill says, what's your thoughts on the great efforts from Barry and company on the island? I think it's forward thinking and what the sport needs. Um, we've had Barry on here before, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we've had him um, a couple of times. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I mean, we've... It's been quite this season. But he has, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I actually, I'm, I have to check out their site, actually. I haven't looked at it for a couple of months. Um, yeah, I mean, we've said on this program many a time that it's it's brilliant what they're doing it's brilliant they? what they're doing and it's also such a a shot shoot, shoot yourself in the foot move for speedway to alienate somebody like that yeah uh craig smee fim certified track apparently 260 meters seems small 2023 is a bit optimistic to build a stadium but i i think but good luck to them let's hope they're at the tapes in their new stadium be nice if they stepped up to premiership in their I'll new stadium it's the same spring i mean that's like nine months yeah no, i can only see that happening if glasgow went up as well went up as well because yeah. they yeah as you as you pointed out before i think i would say probably the, the plan would, would would be for the track to be built first because they've got to get the track right mm-hmm. you know there's no point having a fantastic stadium if the track's terrible um, so I'll get the track, get the track first, yeah. and then maybe build up the stadium. Was that a little dig at Leicester? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> the thought hadn't even crossed my mind. Okay. Uh, we did, we did actually talk about this off offline, didn't we? Um, regarding Joe Thurley. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we did. The Burnley promoter who died 14 years ago today. It just seems like yesterday. <laughs> when well, you when you're your age, it was. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you knew Joe well, didn't you? Well, you, well, you well yeah. I mean, I met him. A few, you know, he, he was on the track um, same time as I was, and I spoke to him a lot, and uh, lots of memories about obviously what went on yeah. before and so on. Um, and he just loved his speedway. I mean, he'd, he'd been away from it for a while, and then he came back, and he was just loving it. Yeah, I'm glad we was able to give that to him. Um, before he went, it, yeah, yeah, you always got you always got the impression with Joe Thurley that Birmingham would be the only club that he would have come back to Speedway mm-hmm. for because I think that was probably the time in in Speedway that he that he treasured the most. And as you say, I mean, it was a successful period for the club, wasn't it? So it really was, it really was. Yeah, hey ho, um, yeah, and obviously we mentioned Dave Peace and Dan Bewley as well. Uh, might happen quicker at Edinburgh if they got a bit of local council funding, maybe. Yeah. Well, it's nice to, to to see and hear about a council that um, is you know supporting the right things, mm, shall yeah, we say? Um, I mean, I know there's been a bit of I haven't read this yet, but there's been a bit of a hoo ha at Birmingham Wheels. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of it, um, but the council apparently, uh, as I say, I haven't I haven't read anything yet. Apparently, they're um, not playing proper cricket. Mm-hmm. in trying to get rid of the place so yeah good evening from mr ian porky jones oh porky uh, hello you? Hey, oh right i've got to be on my best behavior now <laughs> have you <laughs> no <laughs> Wee. he's in the studio uh <laughs> you had to go there didn't you yeah of course 
Uh, I hope they don't make the mistakes Bellevue made by only having half the track built when building the stadium, then rushing the final bits of the stadium and track to meet an unrealistic yeah. deadline. Take yeah. their time and get yeah, it right. Yeah, that was a bit of a PR disaster really mm. for Bellevue, wasn't it? Yeah, it's all come good in, in, in the end for them, because yeah. it is a smashing track so mm -hmm. that I still haven't been to. You've got to get up there at some point, haven't you, so... Mm -hmm. Duncan Pemberton's going going all memory now on us. Uh, going to Perry Bar in seventy five in the thirty days. Chalky White, Phil Hearn, Big Arthur. I'm not entirely sure that Phil was riding for us in seventy five. Seventy four. It was. It was seventy four. He was at Birmingham. I think so. That was his last year. He went back in seventy seventy eight seventy nine. I think didn't something it, like so. that when we was in the uh, top league. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan Pemberton, Birmingham Wheels was an awful place to watch Speedway. Got to disagree. The track was a Ooh, was a beautifully like shaped track. Um, the the facilities well, and they weren't were very basic, but you could see the whole of the track. Yeah, you, you got no problem seeing any of the track. Um, unfortunately, what killed that was the um, stock cars. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was a, always a a, um, a hole on bend one. And all our riders knew where it was. Yeah, but the other ways didn't. And we'd just go, Ray! as they, they went away from the, the gates and then our guys went up the inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, I do remember talking to somebody who, who went there a few times and he said he, he didn't particularly relish uh, climbing up the big steps to get into the stadium. No, no. And, and again, under threat, isn't it, now at the moment? Yes, uh, that's what we're just talking about. It does not close, isn't it? So, yeah, but, yeah, uh, it's yeah. still in a bit of limbo at the moment. Mm, they, they were sure. promised... Sort of another site, weren't they? But that mm. uh, has all the best laid plans, if you say so. Personally, I think that would be a better place to have a speedway track. Than and Porky well. Jones says, um, "Yeah, well, I, I, I've got a yeah. thoughts on that as well." Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, if it was done properly, yeah. Uh, Ian Porky Jones says, "Come on, the wolves! Um, come on, Ipswich is all I've got to say." <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. No, we've got a big we've got a big match coming up in Glasgow at the weekend, haven't we? We've got the uh, England v or England, Great Britain v Great Britain the versus the rest of the uh, world. Yeah, Test match. Let's have a look at the uh, the lineups for that uh, meeting. Of course, for the GP team, subject of fitness. Of course, you've got Dan Beaudy at one, Charles Wright at two, Craig Cook three, Carl Howarth four, Tom Brennan five, Jordan Palin six, and for the rest of the world, you've got Jason Doyle, uh, Norrit Blodorn. Max Frick, Luke Becker, Rasmus Jensen, and Dylan Rummel. So, of course, Glasgow did start a test match mm -hmm. last, at the end of last year, didn't they? Against the I Poles. hope it's well supported. Yeah, I mean, they seem to have publicised it very well. Um, interesting to see what the crowds are going to be because I think they'll. Uh, it's certainly going to be a meeting where there's going to be a chance to see some, you know, certainly you know, an ex world champion in, in Jason Doyle. Um, Quite a few of the rods obviously would have already ridden Glasgow before anyway, so mm -hmm. they'll they'll know the place, they'll know the way around the place, and um, yeah, I just hope it's well supported. And Glasgow have done this a few times, haven't they? I think they, they have. I think they staged a test match against the Aussies about two, three years ago. But I think twenty nineteen it was, uh, and they staged the one against the Poles last year. So, so hopefully it goes well. Yeah, ho I hope. Hope it's, as I say, I hope it's supported. Speedway's missing that. I mean, it's a shame that it's just. It's always down in Glasgow. I mean, obviously they're doing it, so. Yeah. But it'd be nice if we had a few tests yeah. around the place. And I, I remember, you know, when we have just used to have tests, particularly against the Americans, that the amount of passion that it brought. Oh yeah, without a test. Um, 
I mean, you, if people don't believe me, get yourselves on YouTube and check it out. Yeah, I'm not sure what the race format is because I mean it is six man teams. So oh, I think Dave Times said they think Tess will be 18 heats. So I don't think it'll be 18 heats because 18 heats obviously will be the eight man teams. So mm. waiting to see what the uh, what the format is for that. There's nothing on the Glasgow website anyway. So <clears throat> okay, apparently the broadcast is breaking mm, up. No. No, it's not. I've got no drop frames, nothing. It's okay. fine on the outlets. Check your uh, internet provider. I think Isn't that what they a, say? Yeah, it might be a dodgy, yeah, dodgy link somewhere. It's okay on YouTube. Yeah. It's good, good, uh, good, good. Okay, Rod Blurb. I'll start again. Rob, hey, Rob Lambus, better out than in, has been called in place of Palin because Palin fell at Bellevue midweek yeah. in a practice session. He was concussed, sadly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Craig's me British final coming up. Expect Bewley to be in it. Really hope Lambert and Ty join the field. Ty, after all, loves Bellevue and wanted to ride here this season. Be great if he didn't opt out this season again. Mm, I'm going to be doubted whether you'll see him in the British final soon in, in the next few years. Mm. It's a shame, but yeah. obviously it's his choice. So yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. Yeah. Just don't know. I mean, but but one thing's for sure: if he did turn up, he'd put bums on seats. Certainly would, yeah. Yeah. And so. it's, I don't think it's a guarantee now that he would win it either. So. No, I mean, Rob Lambert obviously would. Yeah, Dan Beauty obviously Dan fit, knows the place like the back of his mm-hmm. hand. So. Yeah. Uh, and Danny King likes the place if it's wet. Yeah. <laughs> as we as we know. So yeah, I mean, the the British final is starting to becoming. Prestigious again. More prestigious, yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. It, 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 it fell behind for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it is a, it is a shame that we don't have the British semi-finals anymore and that you can basically just hand-pick the, the 16 riders mm. in it, but hey-ho. hopefully one day we'll get to the stage where you can have semi-finals and maybe even quarter-finals in it again. So. Only in Speedway, eh? Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm just looking at the time. I think we've got yeah. five more minutes before we want to start doing the uh, mm-hmm. Nigel Pearson League, or should we okay. get straight on with it and then... Well, I wanted to have a chat about the Summer Trophy as well, because okay. that starts, okay, uh, that starts next week, so yes. brand new tournament. So do we want to do the tables first? And uh, yeah, go on then. Here we go, have a quick look at the tables. Uh, I'll give you a and we're, still, we're going to still carry on um, with this uh, league, and we're going to continue. We're yep. using all the, all the matches, basically, knockout cups, so... Um, Summer trophy. It's getting really tough at the top. I tell you, look, look how close it is. Wow. You've got Simon Corbett on 125, Steve Morgan on 124, Andrew on 122, Ben on 120, and then you've got Matt on 118. There's a few people there on 117, including me. Yeah. And I seem to be super glued oh, you're down the bottom to 17. Yeah. 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 I had a good week though. Yeah. Yeah, apart from well, that's no good if anybody else has a good week. So, yeah. uh, well, in fact, I had the same results as Simon Corbett looking at it at number one. Go figure. You're trying to gloss over it, aren't you? Yeah. Really trying to <laughs> gloss really over am. it. I really am. <laughs> right. Uh, Brian Buck says uh, Birmingham Wheels was much maligned for its poor facilities. We went there too early in its development, and it was a mistake to try and share the track with the stuck cars. But in time, it could have been the lifeline we needed at the time. Yeah. It's a perfect place to put a speedway track because there's just not much around it. Yeah, it's just not the most salubrious part of the city, admittedly, but can't really do anything about that. It's Perry Bar. 
Well, you could argue <laughs> Perry Wise obviously having a lot done to it at the moment because mm. of the Commonwealth Games. But, uh, yeah, to, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that another time, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you wanted to talk about this summer trophy. Yep, brand new tournaments, of course. Um, obviously, as you've said many times, probably Birmingham's last chance of winning a trophy in mm-hmm. in 2022. So you've got three groups. You've got the Scottish group, Northern group, and the Southern group. It's the uh, same score point scoring in meetings as you had for in the league. One home, one point for home draw, home win by. Any points three away loss by seven, daddy. There, uh, of course, winner it's a playoff winner of uh, each group to a three team final held at a neutral track, Sheffield on a Sunday over a six rider 18 heat format. I mean, I like that sounds great. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah, how this goes, neutral. to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you've got the three groups there, so you've got the Scottish group, you've got Berwick, Edinburgh, and Glasgow, surprisingly. <laughs> Uh, northern section you've got Leicester, Redcar and Scunthorpe and the southern section you've got Birmingham, Oxford, Plymouth and Paul so that's going to be a tough group for the Brummies to get out of Yes yeah. <laughs> but hope springs eternal yeah, and Of course it starts next Tuesday next Tuesday mm-hmm. of course will be the first match and it will be uh, Plymouth against the Brummies which of course we'll be following I'm sure on next week's show Yep, yes we will and probably I'll be probably crying in my bed. Yep. <laughs> um, Ian Porky Jan says trying to get to Perry Bar while the games are on will be a nightmare. I'm not entirely sure that they're actually going to be a match on during the, the actual games. I don't think I don't know there's going to be any just to, to slot in during the time, is there? I don't know, but I don't. I think the 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 plan at the moment is that there isn't going to be any matches on. I suppose there's an there's an argument. Could that, would it be beneficial to have a match on while the games are on? Because you've got a possibility of getting some people who've obviously been watching the Commonwealth Games. You might think, oh, I'll go and have a look at that, mm-hmm. see what that's all about. I did, well, yeah. I, and, and I think we should be outside the uh, Commonwealth Wealth Games with um, flyers and the like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Really, good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. You're trying to go to the job for Lawrence to do, are you? I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, gets, he gets very easily bored, Lawrence. Well, he does. Obviously, he, he, he doesn't do much anyway. He's working tonight, putting <laughs> the the, uh, the sheets and tyres down. Bless him. <laughs> right, should we get uh, on with the fixtures then? Yes, let's do that. I'm, I'm, I'd just, just like to say about the trophy, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Particularly think it's a great idea that I've been on a neutral track uh, and three team as well. It's going it's, it's to be... What we've always mentioned about having speedways day out. It needs a day out, yeah. Yeah, for the championship, yeah, definitely. definitely. Anyway, yeah, let's let's go then. Shall we start? For for those of you that are new to uh, the channel, we do this every week. It's called the Nigel Pearson uh, Prediction League because we're really unoriginal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And we go through all the meetings that are coming up and we predict them. We get you to put your predictions on and Matt works very very hard at producing the uh, league table and at the end of it the winner gets a mug so you then and a t-shirt and a t-shirt <laughs> in fact a t-shirt and the prestige in a mug. of being the champion and the prestige of being yeah. Yeah, yeah. the first Nigel Pearson yeah. predictions league winner right so I do believe 
Is it my turn to start this week? Yeah, because it was Matt's last week, wasn't it? Oh, well, then it's your oh, turn it's to start. Turn, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. okay. So, it's is that the first one, Birmingham? Birmingham against Birmingham Glasgow. Glasgow. Right. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll tell you I'm sorry before I predict. Um, <laughs> I'll go a Glasgow by 10. Glasgow by 10. That yours as well? No, no. No, <laughs> no last answer, first answers, no. you know only. I'm going to say Birmingham by four. Yeah, I've gone Glasgow by 10 as well on that one. Oh, I think it'll be a close match yeah. though. I think Birmingham will run Glasgow close. But well, 10's not close. <laughs> well, it's reasonably close. <laughs> it's good for them. It's not close enough. Yeah. Good for Okay, them. next up. Uh, Dylan Spuddy Hodgetts, Glasgow by 22. Wow. <sighs> I think someone's desperate for points here, aren't they? So. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oxford Cheetahs versus the Plymouth Gladiators, yep. and that's down to me. I, I'm surprised at, at Oxford; they haven't done anywhere near as well as I was. Well, of course they do make it. They have made a change, haven't they? Because mm-hmm. they brought um, Paul Stark in a nightmare debut against uh, against Leicester last week. So yeah, um, I'm going to say an Oxford win by four. I've gone for uh, Plymouth to win by ten. Interesting. I'll get Oxford to win by ten. Most people are going with Oxford mm-hmm. uh, so far. Anyway, uh, the Premiership pairs is the next one, which we obviously we're not we doing. Uh, Edinburgh of Monarchs versus the Pool Pirates. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's up to you. I've gone Edinburgh by two. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll go Edinburgh by six. Talking about being desperate for points, I'm going to draw. One of these days I'm going to get one of these draws. Yep. You never know. Okay, next is Redcar versus Berwick. That's up to you, Chris. I'll go Redcar by four. I'm going to say Redcar by ten. I've gone Redcar by 16. Uh, after Redcar versus... I can't find it now yet. Uh, GPV, the rest G- of the world. Shall we have... This, we... this is going to be a difficult one because obviously you can't find the format for the meeting, so... Mm. That's we, a lucky dip, isn't do it? Do we just say whoever by 10 or whatever or, and then just win or lose yeah a win for or do we just skip the meeting or um have a bonus do you know what I'm thinking of bonus point round we ain't for ages I'm thinking of tiebreaker time right what do you think if we get a tiebreaker this, if we keep hold of this result could do yeah ok ok so go on you can explain it it was your idea Great Britain versus uh, rest of the world rest of the world this this isn't going to count towards the league table but if there is a um a draw at the end of the year which is looking quite likely at the moment um the answer to this will be um the tiebreaker yeah if you don't answer it and the other person has answered it tough tough yeah, yeah. so i'm gonna are we just gonna say win lose or draw yeah what no we can't do that uh, right. Go by the score. Yep. So okay. just just go by how many points yeah. win or lose. Okay. So I'm going to say Great Britain by six. Up to you, Matt. I've gone uh, rest of the world by eight. Okay. I'll go Great Britain by ten. Interesting. That's what I'd like to see a bit of patriotism. May use Zerg on it. Oh, Britannia, Britannia rules it. Uh, uh, well, okay. Okay. Uh, next up, moving on. Leicester Lion Cubs versus the Oxford Chargers. So the National League. Uh, mm, I'm going to say Leicester by 16. I've gone Leicester by 26 on that one. I'll go Leicester by 20. Okay. Yep. 
Uh, Beric against Paul is next. Yep, and that's down to Chris. I'll go. Tell you what, I'll go Paul by four. I'm going to say Paul by eight. I've gone Paul by twelve. Okay, Kent Royals versus Beric Bullets. Beric off the top of the National League at the moment, aren't they? So. And that's up to me. Uh, but Kent's tough at home. Yeah. I'm going to say Kent by four. I've gone Ke- uh, Berry by two. I'll go Kent by six. Dylan Spuddy Hodgett says, Oh, Jesus, I've got the same as Mike. <laughs> by disease. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Bellevue versus Kings Lynn. And this is down to you, Matt. I've gone Bellevue by 14. I'll go Bellevue by 10. Bellevue by 18. Uh, Peterborough Panthers versus the Wolves. Looking much better lately, aren't they, Peterborough? They are, yeah. Off the bottom of the league now. Mm. So they win uh, late, last cast win against Kingsdown last night. Uh, so. Down to you, Chris. Uh, I still think I'll go for Wolverhampton by four. Don't think Wolves know how to ride that, ride that track, do they? They did win there last time. They, yeah, that's true. But I'm still going to say Peterborough by four. I've gone Wolves by four as well. Yeah, okay. They can live in my centres thinking we're going to win the basement twice in the year. <laughs> Quite. Uh, <laughs> Plymouth Gladiators versus us. This is up, what, what we was alluding to. Yeah, the summer trophy. Mm-hmm. And uh, would be would fall to me, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, Plymouth by four. <laughs> it's confidence. Mm. <laughs> you said the lucky like meant it as well, didn't you? <laughs> It's up to. Uh, oh, I've got the, Plymouth by twenty on that one. Yeah, so uh, I'll go Plymouth by sixteen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have to sometimes have to let my heart rule my head, <laughs> and I still predicted a loss. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if there's another after that. Matt, is there another? No, one? that's it. That, is that, that it? is it. Yeah. Ah, oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Jim Terrell, wouldn't it be interesting if all clubs published council restrictions on meetings like curfew times and noise restrictions? Like no air horns, like a tip switch. I think everybody's mm. pretty much knows what the restrictions are at each club, don't they? Mm, I think so. Yeah. I mean, we know what we are at Birmingham. We don't have air horns. We have to be finished by ten o'clock. Yeah. Um, but they have been quite good at getting the meetings rushed through at Birmingham this year. Yeah. I think. So. Yeah, they have. What What are people's views on how air horns? We used to have lots of conversations about air horns. Yeah, I never used to like them anyway. Mm-hmm. Even we, I never liked them. <laughs> But it does make an atmosphere for an atmosphere. It does, yeah. yeah. But you don't want to be sitting next to somebody. No, no, no. yeah, exactly right. Well, I might have stuck them all in one area. Well, well, they do that at Cardiff, don't they? They stick. They, they have designated air horn zones. So. Okay. Mm. Shame the Great Britain rest of the world is not being streamed. Pretty sure quite a few would have paid. Mm. Interesting to see Sheffield Council can't seem to find any proof of the the curfew at Sheffield and then it stops oh, uh, the the curfew at Sheffield last week was strange, there's nothing around the stadium other than industrial units and casino who are they disturbing mm, does seem a bit of a strange one doesn't it I know there are, there's houses up further up the road from, from the stadium yes, there is, but, yeah. uh, I don't think they're don't, they're not as if they're right on the, on the doorstep of the, the track so. interesting uh, but it is what it is. It's yeah, it's what we live under for being a noisy sport, I suppose. Yeah. 
Um, oh well, I won't be able to do it when all the electric bikes come in. And you right. still think that will happen? I think it. I think it will inevitably happen. It'll happen in Formula One. It'll happen in everything. Yeah, it will do. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, it, when you say I think, I think it's one. almost got to. So surely you can have different types of way of riding, and should, or am I getting it wrong? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll find out. That is, yeah. what, what will be interesting is that the riders will be able to talk to each other on the track as they go. Yeah. Right, you go to the right, you yeah, go to the left, yeah. and you'll be able to hear all of them. Come on, after. Yeah. To mark him up, won't they? So we can hear. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So the right, it does open possibilities. Um, Craig's me says no to electric bikes. Yeah, I think I just think it's going to happen. I think it's going to have to. Yeah. Point, it will have it, to. So, yeah, I, I, I think it'll. Um, admittedly, um, combustion engines will be yeah. re regulated out. Although, admittedly, I don't think spirit bikes are polluting, are they? Certainly not, not what you would get from a, a car or anything. No, well, I think the only. Uh, I'm sure somebody once told me that the only byproduct of uh, burning methanol is water. Yeah. So. Yeah, regarding the um, you could argue uh, methanol, <laughs> I suppose they could actually pump that into the ground somewhere, couldn't they, the smell? Because people would miss the smell, wouldn't they? People are missing the smell already because yeah. it's not the methanol that was causing it. It was the Castrol GTX, yeah. Yeah. and they don't use it anymore. So you could argue that's why Spurdo misses a trick, in a yeah. sense. And mm. the fact that so it's, it's you know, the only thing that burns in Spurdo Bark is water, so... Apparently, uh, Peter Clark says they're already testing junior e-bikes in Swindon. And do you know what? I've said this time and time again. It would be perfect um, in a place like Birmingham where noise is a problem for us to have a little track on the inside where people can have a go on electric bikes. Yeah. My kids yeah. could have a go on electric bikes. And, and, and they would be able to do it at times when we're not allowed to do speedway because yeah. there would be no noise. You know, and it wouldn't disturb the dogs because yeah. there's no noise. So. Sure. Um, I tell you what, they're gonna be fast out the gate. Electric bikes. Oh, they have, yeah. yeah, they will be fast out the gate. Yeah. Duncan even, Pemberton even says, you, the gate on them, so. "says you can <laughs> stick a big stick in the e-bike wheel like we did with lollipop sticks for noise." Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, uh, that music means uh, Chris has got to get home. Yeah. Um, and Bye, we will. We will, oh yeah, and we will see you all next week. Um, good luck, everybody, and hopefully, see loads of you down Perry Bar tomorrow. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern. What's the news today? Thank you.